<laughs> Welcome to Converge Coffee. I'm here with Daryl Alfonso. He is an award-winning MarTech and marketing operations professional. He holds several technical marketing certifications, including Marketo and Salesforce, and is a frequent speaker on B2B marketing. And he is currently the global marketing operations manager at Amazon Web Services. Daryl, thanks for being on the show. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me, Sean. Really appreciate yeah. it. So we were in the green room talking a little bit about the pandemic, and I know that you're in Seattle, and I'm in Indianapolis, and um, man, it's a crazy world out there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that right now, our official guidance from Amazon is work from home till January. So, um, you know, I think that that's uh, extremely comforting. Um, I'm appreciative that we we sort of get that option. A lot of people don't. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's, it's definitely crazy. And, um, you know, hope you're taking care too. Same here. We were kind of in the same phase where, you know, I was already basically working from home, um, most of the week. And then it was kind of like, well, let's work for the rest of the week and then just see how things (laughs) kind of pan out. Mm. But, um, my first question is, I mean, Amazon always in the news, things are going on, but more, want to know more about, you know, what your role is, you know, with that, you know, how has the first year and a half been? I think, I mean, biggest question is pre-COVID versus COVID, (laughs) hopefully post-COVID by the end of the year. Um, We'll see how long it draws out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, you know, I specifically work at Amazon Web Services, which is the cloud computing division of, of Amazon. And, um, I think the first my my first eighteen months or so here have been incredibly demanding, but also you know uh, the learning opportunities have been really really fantastic. And then of course you know when COVID hit, uh, I think the the biggest change has just been us moving to home. I actually work in in the in the headquarters up in Seattle, so bit of a change for me. And I've I've actually never worked from home uh, or remotely for uh, uh, a long period of time. So it's definitely been a challenge. Um, but to give you an idea of, of the type of work I do, um, our, our team, the team that I'm on called Marketing Platform Operations, we're the owners and administrators of the MarTech technology that really powers thousands of marketers that work for Amazon Web Services worldwide. Um, you know, the biggest of which is Marketo, but... Um, of which we have, you know, 700 plus users to, to kind of give you an idea of the scale. Um, but the, uh, the, the job is really kind of different, var- uh, varying on, um, you know, sort of the, the initiatives of the hour. Um, a lot of it does center around email marketing, which I'm happy to, to, to really dive into. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I actually uh, like read about your experience. I was going through LinkedIn. I'm like, oh, this, I mean, you basically, um, I mean, if you want to correct me wrong, your world is, is literally automation operations, email. And I think more so if we can take a little scale back, because I think you, you really wanted to talk about, and, and I thought it was just hit on point kind of in today's world, especially with um, a lot of people being laid off or um, in furlough or, whatever that, you know, from your experience and how you can, um, how can MarTech and and marketing operations pros, you know, from your experience, see that, um, you know, how can they demonstrate their value of their work? 
Um, and then you can you can talk about even market operations. You can talk about IT, anything that you have seen and experienced in your in your years of working. Um, how people how can people um, highlight development and in demand skills? And how can they get into the in-demand skills these days? Because it looks like there's, you know, some a lot of opportunity, especially in the tech industry with um, yeah. things opening up, things becoming more virtual that, you know, th- things just can't stop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm happy to, for your for your audience, drill down into any of those specifically. I, I, I don't know if, if it's going to be really helpful if I get into the technicals of what I do, but I'm, I'm happy to do so. Um, but um, yeah, so to, to talk about the concept of having an in-demand skill, it really makes me think earlier on in my career, um, I was doing marketing for a division of a public company and we were in desperate need of a marketing automation specialist. So, you know, we had this expensive piece of software, couldn't really use it. We were using it more of a as a, you know, um, a, a blast email system, and we were interviewing tons and tons of people. And this this one person comes, this one candidate comes, and she is really terrible. You know, she is um, unorganized, unprofessional, um, really kind of scattered thoughts. And and I don't think anyone really would would have wanted to hire her. As soon as we get into the debrief, my boss grabs me and says, we need this person and we need to bring her on now. And I was just really stunned at, you know, you know, it kind of made me think all of the things that I was thinking were important in an interview were completely wrong. And um, it made me it made me realize how powerful having these specialized skills are and how in demand that can make you as a person or as, as a professional. And from that point forward, that was really, I think the jumping off point where I said to myself, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be this person, you know, I'm going to learn these, these technologies and, and the best practices of how to do enterprise marketing automation and, you know, long story short, I've never been really wanting for a job ever since. You know, I've always had multiple offers and multiple places to go just just because of that in-demand skill. And 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 that's what I tried it to, you know, tell people who who ask for advice or especially when they're starting out, you know, if you can if you can do something that is more rare, you know, and 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 achieve business results, you know, uh, um, tangible business results for a company, and you can and you can answer the question: Could I walk across the street and do the same thing for another similar company? Then I, I think that it's just such incredible job security, you know. And especially during these times, um, the that security and that sort of safeguard is, um, and I can't really describe it, um, especially now when. Tons and tons of people, even even people from from large corporations, are are in need of a job and are looking. Um, you know that that's one thing I would say, and, and why I'm so passionate about the development of of skills and especially um, specialized. Um, yeah, I knowledge. completely. Yeah, I completely agree. I you know you can see um, where the company's needs are based on their job boards or where they're going to grow to. 
um, after, you know, before our chat, I was like, you know what, I'm going to see what AWS is looking for out there and just kind of seeing how, you know, how companies, even companies that laid off a bunch of people, you know, what are they looking for? And, or even when they, when they come back, you know, and when they bring everybody back, it seems like they, the first people that they kind of let go, or if they're not in a growth phase, they let go of marketing and sales. Um, and I mean, that's, that's a shame. Um, but if they're not in a growth phase or if they're trying to just maintain the bottom dollar and everything, um, but you know, what, what have you seen, you know, from your experience kind of going through some stuff and, um, what are some particular skills? Cause I noticed, um, I mean, you said first and foremost, even in your bio, you know, Marketo and Salesforce. What mm. have you noticed um, with colleagues, with other people um, that are some in-demand skills um, now that you can kind of see within those platforms that people are, that people are really looking for, um, as well as, you know, what are some compliments? Like you do marketing operations, maybe um, yep. you with Marketo, you have to have some, you have to have some compliments with people who are doing advertising with, you know, attribution linking and all that kind of stuff and IT error and, and development of making sure the APIs are integrating correctly. I mean, with that yeah. amount of data. So how do you, not only with the, not only with the actual um, court, you know, skill itself, but the people skills of understanding how do I work with these other people? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and that's a good point. Um, I think a, a lot of the really in-demand skills currently, and this is beyond, I think, um, I think smart developers kind of goes without saying. But but for, for, for the rest of us, I think, um, you know, digital marketing, uh, just because of the constant move and shift to to digital and e-commerce, you know, I I think that the, that trend is going to just continue to go upward and upward. Um, so so having digital marketing chops and um, a really good understanding of data and data science and databases, I think, are going to be the most in demand. Um, generally, I, I think what 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 a lot of people have and what there's. Um, you know, when you're competing for jobs anyway, there there's a lot of people with great great business sense out there and just good experience um, trying to drive business results. I think to stand out, you really kind of need to do both. And you know, it's 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 un it's unfortunate that you know some people that that may not want to get too technical or not want to get into too into the weeds. Um, you know, but but I think that's just the reality of today. Where, uh, where, you know, in the past, maybe there's, you know, a business person that will just call the shots and then the technical people will just execute. I think now it's those hybrids of people that can do both. I mean, especially w when you're talking startups or companies in high growth phases, you know, it's, it's those people that can say, hey, look, this is going to be our digital marketing strategy, and then sit down with their team and actually pull it off. I think those are the people that are going to win. And, um, you know, I, I can say that, that that I think really accurately describes the team that I'm on now. I think that's, I mean, I, I've experienced that in the startup world, um, even in the Midwest. And I, you see that with other companies too. And, and I think it's kind of um, become more of a growing trend in the sense of corporations that haven't established that yet. Like Amazon is one of those first companies um, that have established that. 
um, Facebook, another one, Google. Um, I'm missing one out there. I'm trying to think of its name. I just saw it. <laughs> They're going through the antitrust stuff right now. Um, mm. That was Amazon, Facebook, Google, Apple. That was the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but the interesting, you, you hit on something that was interesting, but you also, um, you, you've mentioned something when you were talking about um, your goals personally, and we can, we can flip, uh, flip, you know, grilling questions here when for the listeners in the sense that instead of, you know, understanding a particular skill set or understanding the, finding the hybrids of the technical and the human aspect, you hit on something that was extremely important and that was patience and perseverance. Um, because this won't yeah. quickly happen right away. And so if you wanted to kind of share your story, cause I looked at your background, it was very impressive. It was very, it was, you, you started with the goal in mind and that, that early story you talked about with a, with a woman that, you know, had all, didn't have her ducks in a row, let's just put it that way, but she had this certain experience. And so you set out to do that. So from there until kind of now, if you can kind of get a synopsis of, you know, how did you achieve your, those goals with that, that focus and that mindset also making sure that you were being patient and you're persevering through, you know, you probably, you know, were frustrated going through that, you know, interviewing process or different processes with that of trying to find, you know, a better position and a more of a right position for you as your, mm. your skills accelerated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is something that I think about a lot. Um, and especially I think some, some, you know, I get, a lot of younger folks um, or more junior employees, people that have come right out of college and are asking sort of for direction and, and for career advice. And I, I like to give that because I feel that, you know, for me, my career stage is more mid-career versus early or, or, or late. So I have kind of an interesting perspective on, you know, having achieved some of the goals, some of the career goals that I've set out for myself while still being able to keenly remember what it is to start out. Um, so I think it's, it's a little bit of a unique perspective that I, that I do like to share. Um, and, and, and so, so, you know, and, and for example, some of those goals that I set out for myself years ago were, were, you know, I had a, I wanted to work for a top tech tech company. I wanted to, um, you know, achieve a certain income level. And also I wanted to, you know, be, uh, a sort of, you know, resource and, 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 um, and person who, um, you know, I don't really like using the word like thought leader. I think other people should refer to you as that, but, but I, I do find that I, I, I am a resource and, and have been able to share my ideas on the concepts of, of marketing and marketing automation to, to a wide audience. And, um, it was one of my goals to do that. And I feel that, fortunate that that these things are sort of materializing but anyway i i think that um you know in order to achieve those sort of goals one thing to keep in mind is that they do take a, a while to get and and then i think that especially when you're more junior that's something that's hard to comprehend and hard to grasp i mean if you look at if you think about you know um books or movies or articles about um people that have have achieved career success it all happens so so quickly you know and in, in, in a movie for example um you you have a person going from rags to riches in in the two-hour time frame or in an article you'll read about um you know 
Mark Zuckerberg in his dorm room. And then all of a sudden at the end of the article, he's a billionaire, right? So, so I, I think that there's that, that mentality today where, okay, I want this for my career. I should be able to get it in 12 months. And that's really, really not realistic. Um, but I, I think that, you know, once I, I think that you can develop patience and perseverance by accepting that what you want to achieve is going to take a while and it's going to take consistent effort every day to get there. Um, and, and it, and it can become real. Um, but, but you, you, as long as you sort of acknowledge and sort of pack your bags for the long haul, I think that, that that is is what I try to to pass on, or that advice is is what I try to pass on to to folks that are sort of frustrated or or angry that they're they're not moving fast enough. Um, and I, I think that it could be summarized in, you know, you can achieve the goal achieves the goal that you set out for yourself. It's just going to take a while, um, and then that might be a good that might be a good thing too, um, where you're sort of thinking. Okay, if it, if it is going to take me four, five, six, seven years to do this thing, do I really want it? And is this what I really want for my life? Um, I think that that is a particularly insightful question that that we have to to ask ourselves. And um, you know, I'm ha- I'm happy to talk about you know to dig in a little bit as to the specifics of how you do you know perseverance and patience. Um, in the workplace and a- as you kind of progress, um, if that's something that you want to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's, I mean, I mean, there's different sides of it. There's the, the technical demanding side of the actual job and the job performance. Yeah. And then, I mean, the other side is, is how do you, how do you interact with other people and making sure that you're collectively as a group are, um, you know, either achieving those goals or, how do you learn if you haven't achieved from those goals? So, I mean, if you want to talk through, I mean, you've, you've worked with some extremely reputable companies and you're with one right now. So how do you, I think we were talking, I think in the, in our green room um, session where I was like, Hey, how's work going? I said, well, you were like, it's really demanding, but I'm learning a lot. And that says a lot about you in the sense that um, how do you, how do you help people navigate that? I mean, from even from um, not even early careers, but if they're, kind of questioning their, their, you know, middle career, uh, where they're at, even with late career, if they want to learn something new and they want to pivot during these times, like what would, what would be something that you would say to them of kind of understanding that, um, that structure of, um, the day-to-day consistencies of what you need to be doing? Yeah. And that's a great question. I think there's two, there's two things that I, I think the, overall theme is that you have to improve as a professional, whether that's a manager or an individual contributor, um, whether it's on the communication side or, or technical side or business side. So, so the way that you improve kind of happens in two ways um, on the job. One is you're given projects and you're working on problems that stretch you, um, that challenge your that challenge the different sort of parts of you, whether that's um, technically challenging or, um, you know, it could be socially or politically challenging, especially if you're in a large organization, getting your projects done requires a lot of use of the soft skills versus 
kind of what you've studied from at school. And then there's also your um, your own self-directed um, learning that you do to yourself, right? So you've got problems you face at work and then your own study. I think that combination helped me anyway, um, kind of accelerate the, 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 the career journey and, and is what, what I highly recommend. Um, that I, I think that if you're at a company where every single day you're being challenged and you feel that you're getting better, you look back a year and say, I can't believe that that was me a year ago. You know, I'm so much more competent now. The types of responsibilities and the types of problems that I'm working on now are so much larger and more, more sophisticated then I think you're in a good place and, and you don't have to worry too much about, you know, um, I, al- I always recommend reading or something, but, but you don't have to venture out too much to, to, to do that, to, to, get, to get the learning that you need. Now, if, you're, if you are at a place where it is a little bit slower and, you know, um, out of, you know, not, and it's just kind of external circumstance, you're given projects and you do your best on them, but you're not learning as much. That's where I really recommend you go out and, um, you know, do some sort of something that'll push you. And that could either be, you know, an online or whatever, a part-time curriculum. Um, the best I think if you can swing it is to pull is to do a, a side hustle. And, you know, I did that for a number of years, um, doing marketing consulting um, and marketing automation consulting on the side. You know, um, they call it moonlighting, where you do it um, after hours and then on the weekends. Um, And I found that doing, you know, doing doing that exposed me to so many different types of companies, so many different types of tech, which is what I, I work in. I work in marketing technology. And the problems were just, you know, um, I mean, if you like solving problems, the number of problems are just l- limitless, right? Everyone has a different and unique situation and you sort of build and develop your problem solving and sort of s- sort of knowledge gathering muscles um, that you can quickly and, and sort of, you know, uh, 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 almost regularly solve really challenging problems. And, and that's, that's what I recommend for, for folks. And, and you need to balance that depending on you know you know how much you 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 feel that you need to learn or or if you're behind i think that if you are behind if you feel that you're behind your colleagues and peers in your network in terms of your technical knowledge you know i would spend a lot of time you know almost you know 10 20 hours a week um doing some sort of side project so you can really kind of catch up um if you feel that that you're you're progressing at a nice pace and um you know, especially if you have other, you know, maybe life things going on, then then maybe it's just something where you're 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 devoting a a couple hours or you're just studying something um, regularly. Um, I, I I think that I think everyone's different in terms of how they want to, um, you know, how fast they want to to grow. Um, but that that's been um, extremely extremely helpful for me. I like that, and you you gave perspective in the sense of how fast they want to learn um, or what they want yeah. to learn. That it's just not about reading. Um, I really like the side hustle thing where I've done that too, where you get to bring in different knowledge from different industries um, that you probably have worked with in clients as well as um, I liked how you um, quoted uh, knowledge gathering muscles. 
So it's like, it's muscle memory. It's, it's either doing it to 10 to 20 hours a week, or you're just reading for a couple hours, depending on what you have, you know, with personal life and everything else that you're still learning, you're actively learning rather than just staying in a position and not, not wanting to grow. So enough about MarTech, how to, how to build your career and that kind of stuff. And more about, you know, more about what makes Daryl, Daryl, like, what do you do? What gets you up and motivated in the morning to go to work? Like what, what inspires you every day that you kind of saying, this is the reason why I love marketing automation. This is why I love MarTech. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, you know, I think that I may be one of the, one of the weird ones where, you know, I do enjoy my job. I feel that one of my favorite hobbies is professional development, if that makes sense. So where it seems like I may be working all the time or, you know, um, working on the weekends on something, um, a lot of, a lot of times it's, it's my hobby, you know, is, is to do professional development. You know, I, within Amazon, I actually am one of the program managers for our internal, um, professional development club, so to speak, you know, and there's like 35,000 members worldwide. And I host events where we talk to leaders and, um, you know, we, we, we dig in and get insights about how do you navigate the workplace and um and especially now um and you know i've always i've always done that you know i was um back when i lived in los angeles i was the vice president of communications for the american marketing association very similar sorts of deals where we would put on educational events um low cost educational events for, to the people uh, uh of, of the city um fellow marketers fellow sales people uh, and, and um and i'm always uh i'm always i'm always reading um there's something about uh skills development and then just you know improving over time that i've just been fascinated with and i like to learn about but also you know practice them practice those things on on on, on myself um, I also, I also do enjoy sharing and, and writing. Um, currently it's, it's on LinkedIn, um, is, is my platform of choice. Um, but I've always done articles on professional growth and, you know, um, best practices on hand, how to handle marketing problems. I enjoy, I enjoy marketing incredibly. Um, I think that, I think that, um, you know, I, I think there, uh, an interesting way that I think about it, because a lot of people think that there's your tech people and your marketing people or or your your sales people, um, and you know people are good at one thing and 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 better at the other, or 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 if they if they if they do if they work in in as a as an engineer, they probably won't be able to do marketing and vice versa. I really don't think of it that way, and there's so many so many cases. Um, in the business world where you see that that just isn't true. The way that I consider it is you have business people that that can do pretty much all of it, but they gravitate towards certain things um, and, and, and they have things that they like. And that's how I think of myself. I always think of myself as a business person. I like, I like business and I like marketing especially, um, but I have a real affinity for marketing automation and marketing operations. Um, 
and and I think that that it served me well to to look at it that way. And and um, you know, if if uh, I, I do try to give that people that advice too when they when they're trying to drive results for their company or when they're trying to improve their own career. You know, it's to think of yourself as a business person and kind of holistically at the business and, you know, not just about the projects that you're working on, but how it's going to impact everyone else. That's, that's, that's served me really well. But yeah, sorry about the, I know that that's very, it's, it almost seems like a, I should be describing like a personal hobby or something, but it's very, very similar to work where my, my hobby is, is also professional development and almost seems like work. Well, you know what? There's I've I've interviewed people in the past, and just to let the converged coffee drinkers have listened to past episodes, where if your work and your hobby are um, harmonious, that means that you found something that you're really passionate about. Or um, I've also noticed people when they talk about work, and then they talk about their hobby, but they take things from their hobby. Um, and they bring that back to work, like it could be a technique or it could be a way of thinking that it, it, it lives together. So I, from what you're saying, I mean, you're, you're extremely passionate about what you do. And that, that I think that, um, through the, I mean, through this whole podcast, that's basically what, what it's been about is not only your professional career, but sharing your knowledge and your story with other people. And I think that's extremely yep. important, especially that's why I have this podcast is is to do that. So, you know, I mean, you you hit on some really great nuggets, and that's why I was muting and, and <laughs> typing a lot of stuff when you're going through stuff. But it was a lot of it was a lot of good information in the sense that um, not only I mean, basically, I had it as some nation of not only do you not knowing the tech, but you have to have that focus and you have to have that drive. Because you could be early on in your career or middle in your career and like, oh, I really want to do development, but development just sucks the life out of you when you're like, I should have gone marketing. And so I yeah. think that's interesting when you have a lot of people who are junior or entry level that are saying, I, you know, how do I accelerate quickly that they're thinking that it's just another, like another game in the sense of like, this is how I can win something rather than it's a journey. And how do yeah. I what do I actually really want to do and how I can sustain yeah. that? And I think when you, you, you hit upon that is that, you know, pack your bags for the long haul. Like literally you have just said, I worked for, you know, a company in Los Angeles and now I'm in Seattle. Well, you literally packed your bags <laughs> um, and you move somewhere else in order to achieve that dream. So I think that's just a huge testament to you as a person, Daryl, that a lot of people can take from that. And um, we can obviously share your, you know, your LinkedIn articles and that kind of stuff too on this episode of just talking about professional development. Um, so I really appreciate you being on this episode and talk and going through everything. Um, there's a lot of really great nuggets information and a lot of great um, analogies that you put in there that made um, made this really humbling, uh, even for myself, of understanding with professional development of where I want to be too. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was fun conversation and and um, insightful questions. And thanks for thanks for talking to me about it.